for the thousands in attendance and the millions watching around the world. We are live and amplified. So let's get ready to podcast. Fire it up. Welcome, everybody, to another live and amplified livecast. I'm your host, Tom Quiet, and we are back at it again with another amazing podcast. Somehow, I am still awake. Yesterday, work was pure insanity. I was up till 4 a.m., but here we are. I'm back at it. I appreciate you guys hanging around. And today, we are hanging out with the foreseeing fools. I was kind of debating on how I was going to introduce you there because it's Facebook says the, but the PR that I got said foreseeing fools. So I figured, yeah, we'll just go with what Facebook says. But how's it going today, y'all? Good. Good. How about you? Doing pretty good. Doing pretty good. I'm glad we were able to get this rescheduled. I believe we were supposed to have you on last week sometime. I don't remember exactly what day, but I know we were supposed to have you on last week. Yes. I'm glad we were able to get you guys rescheduled and on the show. So I'm excited to sit down and chat with you guys. We heard too. Yeah, it worked out better. Something came up for work. So I was like, oh, thank goodness. <laughs> so this week works a lot yeah. much better. So things work out for a reason. Oh yeah, absolutely. It's kind of funny because I'm sitting there. I Yesterday work was so insane for me. I was up till 4 a.m. And then I got, I was like, okay, well, I'll sleep in tomorrow and I'll be good. And then at eight o'clock, my phone started ringing again. And I'm like, y'all realize I was working until 4am, right? And they're like, yeah, but we need you for this. And I'm like, fine, I'm up. <laughs> and so then it started all over again. And then about five o'clock, I found myself with my head down on my desk out cold, like a light. And I was like, nope, it's time to get up. I got stuff to do. So oh, um, perfect. It's yeah. gonna be really fun then because you're gonna start getting really loopy on us. <laughs> I'm so excited. <laughs> and you're gonna start hearing some no, I'm, I'm actually pretty good right now. So we'll, uh, we'll, we'll see how today goes. Uh, so you guys are, uh, based out of Northern Nevada. I said, I wasn't going to try and pronounce the uh, name of your town, but I think I'm gonna take a swing at it. I'm feeling rather confident right now. What's that? I believe in you. You got it. <laughs> you're in a uh, Winnemucca. Yeah, that's correct. Good job. <laughs> yes. You see, I've been, there's a show on HBO Max uh, about a little radio station in South Nevada called uh, in Pahrump. So I like, for whatever reason, I knew how to pronounce that right off the bat. And I was just like, you know what? I'm going to take a swing at it. We'll, we'll see what happens. So, Um, but you guys are based out of Winnemucca and uh, how did you guys kind of meet? And first off, before we get into that story, uh, let's have you guys introduce yourselves individually and uh, kind of who you are for the band. I'm Jim Bob, bass player, and I play the foot drums. Fastest feet, fastest feet in the West, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, I'm Cece, Candace Cherie, whatever. It's easier. Cece's easier, but sometimes I'm just Candace Cherie when I'm in trouble. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's funny. You got to have that long name for when you're in trouble so you could tell the difference. Okay. Uh, and then how did you guys kind of um, uh, meet and form the Foreseeing Fools? Well, I was bartender. I moved down here. I, I followed a boy, but it didn't work out. So I got stuck here. And then uh, um, 
So I got like, I started bartending at this wild, wild bar and he was drinking there. A patron. And he uh, kept bugging me. Come out with me. I'm like, no, you're a chef. That's not happening. He's like, oh, I played a music. I played a band. I'm like, that's definitely not happening. Well, anyways, we ended up together and then I watched him play a few shows with his band, LNOY. Check them out. They're pretty, they're pretty good. We like them. <laughs> and, uh, um, I got jealous. I'm like, I want to be able to do that too. And uh, so I started playing and then he's like, I'm like, can I play in your band? And he's like, what'd you say to me? Oh, I said, yeah, we can start a band. As long as you learn how to play well, I'll and play with you. So, you know, I got crumpy. So I did it. Here we sit. <laughs> And this was uh, back in like 2017. That is that when about sound about right or yeah when we started playing or yeah. when I got yeah, yeah when I got I, good enough yeah because I <laughs> built the studio in 16 so yeah gotcha and you're sitting in your own little home studio right now, correct you're, it's a uh, home studio yep right. you can see my fridge because my cat decided to come inside <laughs> <laughs> hey it happens. It, at least it's not a kid or something, because we've seen that happen before where kids start running in and they can talk and, you know, it's all all madness okay. after that. But uh, so um, you guys have been playing together now for roughly four years. Is that? Yeah, that sounds about right. Uh, what's kind of the um, what first interested you about playing with each other? What was the or I? Better question is, what was the original idea for the group when you guys started playing together? The stand-up, the rockabilly. Yeah, we're trying to do the folk thing for a little bit, but uh, we couldn't find a drummer. And then uh, I can't play the stand-up bass and the foot drum at the same time, so I switched back over to electric. And then uh, Candace bought an electric guitar, and then we just started going down the rock and roll path. Um, gotcha. Our, and, big, uh, our big motivation is we both like to travel. So we figured if we started a band, then we can get make even. a little bit of money and break even and play shows and then be able to travel around the West. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and then how does uh, Foreseen Fools differ from your other project, uh, Jim Bob? The other project, Illinois, that's started as a punk rock band and then turned into a folk band. So... Um, that band has a drummer, sometimes two guitars, sometimes a fiddle player. It's, it's kind of a, there's a handful of us in the live in Winnemucca. And so we've all played in that band at one time or another, left the band, came back to the band. Okay. So, so we, the line, the lineup's kind of always evolving, essentially. It's always evolving. I think almost the only member is uh, Winnemucca Brown. And he's the guitarist and songwriter. He's, I think, he's the only constant musician in that band. Okay, so I think the cat wants to say something. She, she does. She wants to knock it over. It's <laughs> that's funny. I just, I just saw her like reach for the mic, and I'm like, oh, she wants to say something. Oh, that's funny. Oh, but uh, if I come up and put her out there, she'll just come back in. So I'm like, just sit here. <laughs> yeah, understood. Understood. Um. So you guys have been playing uh, during when there isn't like a global pandemic preventing everybody from doing shows on a normal basis. How often are you guys usually out doing live shows? Oh man, at least at least three weekends a month we were doing live shows. So 
Friday, Saturday, or sometimes Thursday, Friday, Saturday, depending on how our work schedule works gotcha. out. And what's the uh, live scene kind of like right now? Are you guys able to get out and play at all, or is it just not really happening in Nevada? Uh, it is happening. Uh, Candace has been doing a little bit of solo playing. Um, I've been working full time, so it's been pretty tough for me to get out and play. He goes underground. Yeah, I work in a underground mine. Okay. Gotcha. So I do a few days a week and then my other job. Gotcha. Just super boring. We drug test, which is hilarious. Because <laughs> <laughs> he was naughty growing up and I was naughty and here we sit. Okay. <laughs> Catch naughties. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, and so for uh, Foreseeing Fools, uh, who are some of your uh, musical inspirations? Who do you guys look to? for like inspirations, musically speaking? Well, I listen to a lot of different stuff. I think it jumps around. I listen to a lot of pop and then rock and roll and oldies. And then he listens to a lot of punk rock. Garage rock. And so it kind of smashed together. Cause we don't really, I don't think we really idolize anything, but like my favorite songs, they don't have any. You know? So it's so hard to say because we listen to so many different things that it like I can't pinpoint where we're kind of grabbing from. If mm -hmm. That makes sense. Yeah, makes perfect sense. That makes perfect perfect sense. Um, so, kind uh, kind of moving forward with the music, you released an EP last year in twenty two. Yeah, twenty twenty math. That's how that works. Um, what was kind of the story for the EP you guys released uh, last year? the story oh the story yeah all the songs are kind of a progression you know girl meets guy this next song is they having fun together then guy gets crazy on girl then girl kills guy <laughs> so slowly escalates slowly escalates <laughs> we didn't mean for that to happen but it kind of just just worked out that way did once, once we put them all together and we started playing or listening back I'm like oh man this is funny this may tells a story yeah with the four songs so. so is it just available on digital or you got is it available on like hard copies and stuff like that since it does kind of tell a story it feels like it'd be perfect for vinyl or something like that we did cds we did okay. cds the next album we're going to do vinyl okay so i didn't realize how important vinyl is these days <laughs> there's a huge revival yeah so. there there really is. There's a huge revival in vinyl and it's crazy that how well it's selling and the fact that you can go to like boutique vinyl shops and stuff like that. So it's crazy. Um, it even has a vinyl at Walmart. Yeah. Here where we live, they have a whole little section that has vinyl. Oh, yeah. yeah. So I was like, wow. Yeah. I saw it at Target the other day. I went to Target and I was like, oh, that's interesting. So, yeah. They have Ulta at Walmart Target now. Oh, yeah. I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you brought up your uh, next album, which you guys are getting ready to go into the uh, studio, correct? Correct. Um, what, uh, as far as, like, do you already have, like, all the songs selected? Is it going to be an EP, an LP? What, what can you kind of tell us about the uh, upcoming project? Uh, we're going to do an LP, so we're going to do full length. Okay. We have about half of them written, or at least 
the framework mm-hmm. seems every time we go start recording by the end the songs totally change from what they were at the beginning so we have about four or five songs so we still have to write probably another five okay. hoping to have at least 10 on the al- album but the in-house is pretty cool because we can just kind of because we're sitting in the you know where the magic happens yeah. <laughs> we can play it and then play it back and then come back a couple months later and check it out make sure we like it and so um that's so lovely to be able to do that because he's our little do-it-yourself man <laughs> so <laughs> he's figured out how to do all this button pushing i could never do <laughs> yeah gotcha because we live, live in the middle of nowhere so there's no i think the closest recording studio is two and a half hour drive away so it'd be pretty tough to yeah. get over there back and forth so yeah it makes sense to just learn how to do it yourself and you know just build a studio out and there you go you could record whenever you want pandemic be damned so yeah <laughs> um so on the the upcoming album it'll be 100 percent new music nothing anybody's heard before correct yeah it'll be two fresh new new songs okay gotcha um so for the song how long have you kind of or for of the song that's of the songs that are already written, how long ago had you started writing them, or had they been in your back pocket for a while? Like, what what's kind of the backstory on the stuff that's already kind of written? Uh, we probably started writing after we released the last EP. Okay. Um, to start, you know, messing with melodies, and Candace writes all the lyrics, so we just mm-hmm. kind of work through that and. As a new idea comes along, then we kind of we'll set up the the mics and record it so we have it a copy of it so we can go back to it and listen to what we did. Yeah, we wrote. I was very proud of myself. I wrote one song in one day because I was like, I was super. Twenty twenty was very difficult for a lot, especially for especially for me. And I got really depressed, and so I sat there and wrote a whole song in one day. I was like, oh, this is such a cool song, and I like it. And I played it in front of when I was playing live. We played it and the whole bar stopped what they're doing and they turned around and they clapped. Just made my whole day. <laughs> that's, that's awesome. Oh my, that's a good song. Yeah. You know, it's always good when you can grab people's attentions off a song, like just cold, grab their attention, you know? So, you know, it's always a good omen, I guess is the best way to phrase it. Um, for when you guys are like working on albums, do you usually start from scratch and write specifically for the album, or is this something different that you guys are trying? It's something different this time. Yeah. Usually we play it for a year. Yeah, we usually play the songs for a year and see how they work with the the crowd, and then you know, depending on how well they work, we keep them or we just you know, or if I don't them, like them, yeah, like or them put them this. in a back burner. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. You know, because that, that's always kind of the interesting thing when I talk to musicians, like there's some musicians that I know personally, that they're just now releasing music that they've been playing for the last six years. And they wrote like seven years ago. And it's like, I'm not really excited to listen to this album. I've already heard this song 800 times, like half the songs on this checklist, I've already heard 800 times. And they're like, yeah, but you know, recording's expensive. And I'm like, yeah, I get it. But, you know, maybe some fresh music, make it exciting. So, you know, it's always interesting. And like, I mean, I get it. You want to get out there and you want to play the song, but 
I feel you, Jim Bob, you said you usually do it for about a year before you uh, go in to record the music. Yeah, we'll usually come up with songs and we'll play them for a year. Then that next, you know, after we release an EP, then when we start working on new songs, we'll work on them and play them live and kind of work all the kinks out of them. And then, and then it changes completely again as soon as yeah. it goes in the studio. So it was kind of a waste of time. <laughs> hey, that works. That makes makes complete sense though it's perfect um for the um for the like the creative process how does how does the uh, like songwriting process and stuff like that usually break down for the group um you do the he'll sit out here on his little foot drum and his bass and he goes he starts and i'm sitting in the other room like oh that sounds good so i run out here i'm like hey do it again He's like, do what again? I'm like, I don't know, whatever you just did. And so then we'll sit there and he'll teach me what you did. And then that's kind of how some of the bases start for this album. And then before I would just write and we kind of just play along until we figure something out. So each time has been so different. Yes. Gotcha. Um, and then, so you guys are going into this, or you're going to start recording the, the next album. You said next month, right? I believe. Yeah, when it starts getting cold here, you know, which has got to be cold. pretty soon because you're up in where it's usually pretty cold pretty quickly, right? Or is it? Yeah, by Halloween, you're wearing a jacket. Yeah. So from Halloween to Easter. Oh, really? Okay. Not as bad as I thought it would be because I grew up in Chicago and there's times where going into June, we'd still be wearing jackets just because. No, we're not as cold as Chicago. <laughs> no, sometimes it'll snow here in June and July, like yeah. a little storm. But no, by May it's pretty, pretty nice. Okay, I just it's trick. It's like a trickery because it's like super sunny outside during the winter. You're like, oh, I can go outside with like minus twenty six, and you're like, dang it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, so you guys will go. What what's uh the hardest part what's the hardest part about recording yourself and kind of doing your own production hearing your own voice yes it's the number one most annoying thing in the whole world <laughs> until you get used to it. you're like the first time you hear your voice like oh god that's what i sound like <laughs> and that gets easier <laughs> just Good. jumped on you didn't i how do you like yeah. that it just catch you that off i've been record my voice for 20 years i still don't like how it sounds <laughs> i listen to myself every day because of the podcast and other things that i do and it's like yep the voice doesn't get any better it doesn't matter <laughs> i think you have a wonderful voice it's very calming it's oh, perfect well, for podcast. thank you i actually did a very good job today of making sure i was hydrated because i have a very bad temperament of getting dehydrated and then my voice starts cracking and all this weirdness so yeah, today was actually a really good day. I've been drinking a lot of water, so. Good, it's keeping you awake. You're like, I'm tired of drinking some water. <laughs> well, no, it's one of those things where, like, when the pandemic first started, I, like, I'd been doing the podcast for about five years, and the pandemic first started, I was like, well, I'm going to kick the podcast into high, high gear, and I started doing an interview every day, and then I started looking at my schedule, and I was like, wait a minute. I can do like three interviews a day and be amazing. Like just have like all this stuff. So there was like a three week stretch for seven days a week. I was doing three 
40 to 60 minute interviews straight. And I called my buddy one or after like three weeks. He's like, dude, what are you doing to yourself? You sound like you chain smoke a carton of cigarettes a day. <laughs> you need to stop. And I'm like, what are you talking about? I sound amazing. <laughs> and he's like, do you even hear yourself right now? And I'm like, no, I really don't. So I just muted myself. It's fine. Yeah. As long as I can hear the other person, we're good. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so uh, kind of outside of music, what do you guys usually do when it's time to get away from everything? What are some of your hobbies? You know, get away from each other. I need alone time, you know. Well, we live together. We're married. Uh, we work together and we play in a band together. And when we do vacations, we schedule it so we can go out and do Instagram photos and videos for the band. So the band is, you know, in a sense, our escape. Yeah, because we, we, we work so much. Like, I'm on call all the time. Like, sometimes I have to go to work at 2 o'clock in the morning, sometimes like 6. So I'm always like back and forth. So that's kind of a good way to escape my insanity of yeah. doing a job i don't like doing but it's okay yeah <laughs> and then he fly fishes so yeah. yeah so but it scares me i'm always ducking every time he's throwing that darn fly fishing rod out <laughs> and then uh <laughs> he's always learning some new technique to do like we're gonna build a studio out back so we're gonna completely build it by hand we're not gonna like yeah yeah get the foundation and everything so i gotta be a sliver is all over my fingers <laughs> so that'd be a good little hobby for us and um yeah we've outgrown this studio so yeah and i like to binge watch tv as soon as i get on a tv show i'm like don't talk to me i'm gonna finish it <laughs> <Nice>. like <anymore. laughs> well, it gets bad what's the uh, last show you binge watched Oh, right now I'm binge watching Titans on uh, HBO. Yeah. Yeah, need, that one. That's the uh, DC superhero one? Yeah, like Teen Titan Go, yeah. like the little yeah. kid show, but they made it adult. So yeah. that one's fun. I can't wait for Doom to come out. Oh, yeah. The Doom Squad. That's a good one. I guess it's like superhero movies. <laughs> it sounds like I need to stop, get or start looking at new stuff because I always fall back to the stuff i've seen 800 times when it comes to binge watching yeah i like yeah. i i'm on my fourth run of law and order svu like i've watched every episode of all 20 some odd seasons so oh in what is that one you always watch just saying uh, kind of the, same thing in our in ncis oh yeah oh, you got it yeah that's because they have two different. Have one in New Orleans and one in Washington. Yeah, so we said watch all those. And Bones, that's all a good bones. one. That's a good one. I like that one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So, Jim Bob, you told us what you do outside of music. CC, what's the job that you don't like to do that you kind of? Oh, drug testing. I always feel bad. For okay. Everybody. <laughs> I used to do hair. Okay. Um, I loved. I kind of love doing hair. But it always stressed me out because I'd always take it home and I couldn't leave it. And so I was like, oh, my gosh, did I like it? Did I not like it? And then I hold my hand wrong. I hold it like, you know, like a, I don't know, a 90 degree angle. So my hands would stop working like they wouldn't close. So I just had to yeah. stop doing hair. And then now I had to work with him. But it is so much fun to pick on my boss because if he's being a butt, I'm like, go do your job in front of all of Zimshaw. 
students and it just makes my day <laughs> to be a stinker because you can't really fire me. I mean, I guess you could, but I want to go very well. <laughs> uh, that, that, that would be an interesting conversation to have to have. Be like, I got to fire you, but I'll see you back at home here and like. Oh, I've threatened to fire many times. And I say, good. You'll call me back in two weeks because you need somebody going on site. <laughs> Don't threaten me with a good time. Uh, that's funny. And then, um, Jim Bob, you'd mentioned that you're from the area. And then, Cece, you're from Idaho? Or are you kind of moved around? Idaho mostly, like Boise and then mm -hmm. McCall, Idaho. It's like a little... Okay tiny town had like 2,000 people yeah it was kind of like when I lived there it wasn't very nice it was a kind of well low lower income like we were <laughs> but now it's like it's beautiful it's like the new sun valley I'm like holy smokes I didn't know how this is insane because when we were there it was like don't die <laughs> yeah. don't get tetanitis or whatever yeah I actually almost moved uh uh what was it twin falls about two years ago so i don't spend yeah. a lot of time there i don't i think you spend more time in twin falls than i've been there yeah i've been up there a bunch of times yeah it's a nice little area right on the snake river yeah it's kind of deserty yeah so and then obviously i didn't i'm down in texas now so woo that's fun <laughs> I, i'm living with the uh crazy branch davidians if if you kind of catch the reference oh yeah you might be too young for that. Yeah, I went. Yeah. The face went. <laughs> uh, but I will tell you, I will, uh, every, was it March, I think, right? Is that when everything kind of ended in March? Every March, it's always really interesting in town. So I will say that much. <laughs> so um, so what's kind of the uh, plan moving forward with the, with your music? I know, obviously you're going into the studio. Are you look, already looking at shows or like what, what's kind of your guys' plan moving forward? Yeah, I think we're going to start booking shows for next spring. Um, pretty soon. Seems like anymore yet to before, you know, when I first started playing, you just showed up at the bar and said, you play in a band, they put you on the stage and you played that night. But now, of everything that's happened i mean it's about about six months to book a show that you got to be out and so we'll start booking for next year yeah there's a lot more of a process behind it now where you gotta oh. like plan ahead and if anybody wants to split a show we are down yeah <laughs> actually i was listening to your stuff i my sound engineer jeff he has a band down in roswell new mexico because that's kind of where we convened that's where we met i was living in roswell new mexico for four years and uh he's got a band i might try and link y'all two up to play somewhere but they're always looking for new bands to play with so that'd be awesome i'd love to go down to new mexico yeah i drove through there once and had the coolest little houses on hills maybe i had to through there move tennessee but that would be amazing we'd appreciate it Awesome. I will make sure I will get you guys linked up and all that fun stuff. And you'll have to go check out the aliens if you. Yes. Yeah. We lost you. My thing died. I apologize, but we're still here. <laughs> no, I could still, I could still hear you. I just figured you had a phone call or something. 
oh we're on the gopro i think it died so oh, okay gotcha gotcha i was that's and it that's cool um so yeah we'll get you linked up with our buddies um but i don't want to keep you guys too much longer uh if people want to check out your music and all that fun stuff and any upcoming shows where's the uh, best place for them to do that uh definitely instagram at uh foreseeing fools um instagram and then we do have a website everything you just find everything on foreseeing fools or facebook is the foreseeing fools because well we had an incident and we had to erase our old one yeah <laughs> so now we're back at zero so um but yeah, Spotify, we're on all musical platforms as well. And I'm thinking we're almost on every social platform. I think we're on TikTok and Clapper and Twitter, but I'm not very good at Twitter because, okay. well, I just never know what to say. <laughs> Actually, that, that's a, a very common thing that I, when I talk to musicians, it's like, oh, yeah, we're on all this stuff. We're on Twitter, but we're not really good at it. And that just seems to be a very common thing, which is kind of funny to me, but. Yeah, is... it's, it's interesting. I don't know. This Twitter doesn't. I've never even been on Twitter. Doesn't uh, float my boat. Twitter. Does. <laughs> yeah, it happens. You know, it, I, I, I think it's just one of those things where it's, it's so news oriented that unless you're like just constantly posting, mm-hmm. you know, you're uh you're going to kind of get lost in the feed and in the shuffle, you know? Yes. So I, I think yeah, it's I, one of, one of those deals. Yeah. I don't know. I try to go through it. And then like, I, there's people that post on it that I'm not following and I don't know how to get rid of that. Gotcha. Oh, you're back. I was sitting here. I saw your <laughs> GoPro starting to power up and I'm like, wait, what? So. Uh, <laughs> we got it he's good at it that's how we do all our little music stuff on instagram is with these gopros nice. they're pretty good little cameras for as cheap as they are oh my gosh it is a hot mess today i apologize to get fighting with cats playing with cameras you didn't think this is going to be so exciting did you <laughs> hey it, it's cool for me it keeps me on my feet keeps me going right. so what's gonna happen next <laughs> the chair is gonna break <laughs> don't hey, hey don't anything's possible in this day and age you never know so um but uh no it it's just kind of funny that a lot of musicians don't like you or don't either don't know how to use or don't like using twitter so i i don't know it's probably i don't know on this end of the screen here there's not enough pictures (laughs) (laughs) so that's true reading who does that um but for the uh upcoming album uh, before we let you go for the upcoming album do you guys have any ideas of doing like uh music videos is that something that you've explored in the past where, where are you guys kind of at on music videos we try to do two music yeah. videos a yeah. thing we have a couple up for the first album um big cigarette and we have another one or two of them that we had an illustrator do it yeah some animation yeah and that was fun because I didn't have to dress up for it <laughs> 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 or put camera makeup on because you put so much on. So, um, but those are pretty cool. Those are on YouTube. If anybody wants to check them out, they're definitely the illustrating ones are definitely worth the checkout. And Cause we have, a our friend Jay, nobody is a screen name and he played the guitar part on some of the guitar parts in our song. So we have them in our little video. So it's pretty fun. Gotcha. Awesome. Awesome. 
Well, I can't wait to hear the uh, new album. I'm sure it'll probably still be a little ways away as far as uh, the record, because I know the recording process takes a while. The mixing process takes even longer. So, but I'm excited to hear it once it drops. Um, And then before we uh, wrap it up, I do have to ask you one very important question. It's probably the most controversial question I ask anybody. No, not not about the Lord. Don't do it. Nope, 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 nope. (laughs) You you guys are safe. It's just still very controversial. As a Chicagoan who grew up on eating pizza, pineapple pizza, yes or no? No. I just like cheese pizza. (laughs) Fair. No, No pineapple. Okay. Separate's good, but I'm allergic to pineapple, so I eat the whole thing, and I'm like, talk, <laughs> but it's so good. <laughs> Actually, pineapple juice is pretty good. I do enjoy pineapple juice, so. But on my pizza, nope. That's got to get out of here. I don't think I've ever tried, to be honest, I pineapple it, on the pizza. I've ate it by mistake before. You did do it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> by mistake. That's funny. <laughs> oh, I love it. But um, once again, guys, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, what's the uh, social handles one more time for uh, everybody? Uh, for seeing fools. So F O R E S E E I N G F O O L S. Awesome. Awesome. Well, once again, guys, thank you so much for jumping on. Really appreciate it. Thank you everybody for tuning in and we will catch you guys later. Thank you so much. Thank you. Bye. All right.